Sir Scalesore family, are you ready to increase your revenue without adding more retainer clients? If you're like, Brandy, what in the world? How do you even do that? Then this episode's for you because I have a special guest today, Jordan Gill, and she is talking all about how to incorporate VIP days into your service-based business so you can make more revenue without taking on more retainer clients. I'm so excited for you to meet Jordan and to learn all about VIP days. So let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Surf Scale Store family. Oh my goodness. I am so excited because today I have Jordan Gill on here and we are talking about these VIP days. Otherwise, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I always thought of them as an intensive, but Jordan's really going to jump in and go over what this looks like and how you can add more revenue to your service-based business by incorporating VIP days. So Jordan, I'm super excited to have you on here. I've been a fan for a long time. And just tell my audience who you are as a person and as a business owner. Yeah, totally. So as a person, uh, I guess I'm a a Texan. So I live in Dallas. Um, I'm a dog mom. I am a fiance, a bonus mom, and a jigsaw puzzler. We'll add that one in there for fun. Um, and as a business, I'm head honcho of System Saved Me, which is a operations consulting type uh, firm, but it's just me um, who does the VIP days, which we'll get into. But really my passion is helping overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. The reason for that is I think that there's a lot out there about team building and like you need a team, even if it's like just a VA. And I think there's so much power when it's just you. And I feel like a lot of people have taken the power out of that, which is unfortunate, but I have been doing VIP days for yeah three and a half years, almost four years now as my sole revenue, like 80% of my revenue comes from that. And for the most part, I have been doing that as a solopreneur because I had a bunch of systems running and like I just showed up to the sales calls and I showed up to the VIP days. And so I really look at a lot of burned out um, solopreneur service providers who are like, I know that I like am good at what I'm good at, whether that's graphic design or systems or whatever, but like monthly retainers do not fit my personality or my preferences. And because that's how I felt, I was like questioning if I was even very good at systems because I was like, why do I hate the client work? But it wasn't that. It was the business model that I had set up. And so I've been doing VIP days again for about three and a half, four years. And I am pretty much obsessed with all things intensives and VIP days. (laughs) I love this. And I totally didn't know that you didn't have a team. I'm very passionate about not having a team with a service side of my business. So this is so in alignment with what I believe as well. So I love this. And so tell my audience, what is a VIP day? Yeah. So a VIP day or an intensive, they're pretty much like the same. It's just your positioning on like, do you want to be fancy or do you want to not be fancy? And it really is a four figure offering that 
basically has to be under the 24 hour period. I see a lot of people do like sprint intensives for like two weeks or stuff like that. That's not an intensive, like an intensive or VIP day is within the 24 hour period. So a lot of people, I would say the max I've seen is like eight hours in one day. So it's like a full work day, but a lot of people I would say are around like between three and six. So it's like, a half VIP day or half intensive or a full VIP day or full intensive. And they're a four-figure offer because not only is somebody getting your time, your like hours, however, they're also getting your strategy brain. And like that is really where the juice is. And it's almost like getting the experience of somebody who runs an agency for those of us who don't run agencies. So because you work with so many people, like between four to eight clients a month, depending on how many you want to take on, you're seeing a lot of people's backends or you're seeing a lot of people's experience. And so they're literally able to like synthesize and get like the highest parts of working with you in a really condensed amount of time. I like to think of it as like Disney Fast Pass. I know you're a big fan of Disney and it's probably your audiences too. So think of it like you can go to Disney, get a regular ticket, wait in the line, do the whole thing. Or you can get the Disney Fast Pass. I think it's called like Max Pass now or something. They've got all these levels now. So who knows? But the higher level where you are able to actually skip the lines or like you know, go to the little booth, click the button, get your time, come back and only have to wait 10 minutes versus two hours or whatever, right? And so VIP days and intensives are the fast pass, max pass version of your offerings. And you don't have to totally get rid of your monthly retainers. You can also use your VIP days as like a qualifying offer. (laughs) So like you can basically test on your clients and see if you're a good fit together and you enjoy them and all of that. And then you can move them into a monthly retainer if you see fit. So it's not even like a, you know, it's intensives or monthly retainers. It can be both if you do enjoy parts of monthly retainers, but you just haven't had the right qualifying offer to know like, this is a great client for me. We have the same values, all of that sort of stuff. I love so much of this and I just want to unpack it real quick. And you're making yeah. my heart so sad because right now with everything going on, I know there is no Disney, Disney. I know. And so my heart is sad, but I'm um, talking about this. I love this. That the first thing I want to say is how you said it's an intensive or VIP day is within 24 hours. I've also had to put my like put in the sand and kind of be like, no, for people who are like, well, I'm drawing it out over a week. And that's the complete opposite of what an intensive is by definition. An intensive's done in a short amount of time. And so I love that you're like, nope, it's like short 24 hours. I've always taught 90 minute and two hour intensives to lead into retainers. So I like going a little bit further. And you talked about how it's a four figure offer. So tell me where are the sweet spots for pricing? The reason for this is, well, you know, we're kind of kindred spirits as as systems brained people. And I find that in the operation space, people are much more likely to undercharge than overcharge. And while you don't have to be a systems person to do VIP days or intensives, I tend to attract a lot of systems people naturally. And What's so important about this is when I was doing my VIP days, one of my clients who whatever went through my intensive, which I do client management processes. Um, Now I kind of also do student management processes for like group coaching programs. And I had a lawyer client and we set up her whole client management in Dubsado and then beyond. And then her first client that went through 
was like, I'm so impressed and I feel so taken care of that I'm literally sending you five more clients. And so she literally, whatever, paid me 3K at the time and was able to make 25K after her first person went through because it's so important to make your clients feel like they're taken care of. And so could people call me crazy that I am 3K, now I'm 5K for a VIP day? Could people call me crazy? Sure. However, like I know the value and the transformation of what a client onboarding process can do for your business and a client management plan can do for your business. Because if your client experience is right and tight, like, you know, it's just like endless opportunities. And so for a lot of people, they, they think about hours um, and a lot of people start out as hourly. And so your brain is like, oh, they're only getting six hours or they're only getting three hours or an hour and a half. How could I possibly charge four figures for that when technically somebody could get two hours of my time for X? And my statement to that is, again, you have to look at what the transformation is versus what your hours are. And it takes a minute for your brain to like rewire that way. But if you're able to come up with like a 90 day editorial plan that helps people fill their funnels, probably like for social media, probably should charge accordingly. Like they're going to be able to make money from that. A lot of people then have a really hard time looping that back to ROI. And I'm talking mainly to like business people, but people I have like this one gal who is doing an intensive doing this like healing song, which I was like, okay, hold on. I'm not woo woo. The most woo woo thing I have in my house is a candle. So like, I was like, I don't know what's happening, but it was so interesting because like basically in the beginning of the day, somebody would talk about their trauma. Then for the intensive, she would go and write them a song and produce them a song. And then at the end of the day, they would have a song and meditation that helped them heal through their trauma. And I was like, that is so cool. Like there's so many different ways that you can go about this. And so the transformation of being able to heal your trauma, like I go to therapy and I know how much I pay my therapist and what she was charging for this like song that would help with trauma. I'm like, that's like three or four therapy sessions. Like that's like not really a big thing. So pricing really has to be about the transformation. And also VIP clients are they're willing to pay more money for a quicker transformation. And people, again, another way to think about this is travel. So TSA pre-check, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, oh my gosh, like (laughs) it is a life changer. So again, you'll notice that I just don't like to wait in lines is really what this is all about. But TSA pre-check is where you are able to skip the security line at the airport. And you can totally wait in the free airport line with, you know, people smelly feet and having to take your laptop and toiletries out. Or you can go on the TSA pre-check line, keep your shoes on. Everybody keeps their shoes on. You put your bag on the belt, you walk through and you're done. And VIP clients are like that. They're like, I'm willing to pay money to avoid the nonsense and shenanigans that is the other side. And a lot of people have been working with people on the free line where they're like, I'm pinching you for hours. I want to see your logged hours. Like, are you even really doing what you're saying you're doing? So then VIP clients were like, I don't care about the nitty gritty of what you're doing. Are you able to get me to the end of the transformation and as quickly as possible? Great. Like, I want to pay you for that. So it takes a bit of a mindset shift because you're like, well, they could get this for X amount of hours and I can just build it for them. Or, you know, they're getting all of this for a thousand dollars a month. And then I'm 
having them do 1500 for a day, it feels the time thing is where people get trapped and it's all about the transformation. Yeah. And I talk a lot about the transformation in Convergence for Clients, which is my Facebook ad managers. And it's so much easier for mm. them to say that because there is a direct ROI right. tied to that. But even for like our OBMs, oh my yeah. gosh, the amount of time and our systems people, the amount of time you save someone, that's what it's all oh about. Gosh. And if you can automate things so they don't have to hire someone, you're saving them money. And I think a lot of times we forget about all the stuff that happens after we do stuff. Like we just had someone who has to step down from a position. And the first thing I did was pull out a drawing board and start mapping out how much of this I could automate. And so I wouldn't totally. have to replace. And so when you can do that for someone, you're not saving, you may not see the direct ROI like a Facebook ad manager, but it's all that on the back end, the time that you're saving them, the people that you're saving them from having to hire, the money from that, that they're going to make more of because you've helped totally. with that. And so I think it's also important to really focus on that as well, is that we don't always recognize how powerful our service is. Oh, I love that. Okay. So we're looking at like a thousand to 3000 starting out. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Are there certain services that intensives really don't work for, or they do work for or VIP day? Totally. So it's rare for me to be stumped on a VIP day yet. The only one that I would say is potentially difficult is it would be less of an intensive and more of like a workshop is where if you're like doing like a calligraphy workshop with like one-on-one -on -one with somebody to help them like be better at calligraphy. Like I would position that more as like just a one-on-one -on -one workshop than a VIP day or intensive. And what I'm getting at is more like products, which calligraphy is kind of like service and product at the same time. But I would say for most product owners, like if you're doing a jewelry making class one-on-one -on -one or something like that, the positioning of that is going to be a little bit different than if it is like a service or strategy or something like that. And so if you are used to delivering services or strategy, then VIP days and intensives are like right up your freaking alley. And if you have, especially with implementation, like again, I'm able to build out a whole client management plan in six hours. And for most people, they will hire somebody for six weeks or eight weeks or whatever the case may be for less than me, like 1800. But you got a lot of back and forth emails. You got a lot of just like the normal monthly retainer stuff of chasing invoices, dealing with slack pings, dealing with, oh, I have this idea in the shower and now I want to pivot your entire project. So now we got to delay it. And now I got to like tell you, you need to pay me more money. And then it gets really awkward. So like, all of that stuff is erased um, when you're doing VIP days and intensives because they're either on the call with you the entire time or you can do it where you're not on the call the entire time. Actually, I worked with Krista Miller who does website development and her VIP day, like we never got on a call. We had a Slack channel open and when she was done with the page, she would tell me to go check it, give her any feedback, she would go back and fix it. And so like, that was super easy and super great because then I didn't have to carve out an entire day to be on a call just to watch her build my website pages. It was like, oh, we'll just be on, like, I'll know that my Slack needs to be up all day so I can see when she pings me. And I, she had like seven Kajabi pages done for me in like seven hours. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I will pay you all day every day to do that. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm writing down her name because I need oh. my website done in Kajabi now. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. 
killer. Gotcha. He is amazing. Oh my gosh. I love but, so there's so many like people between, I've seen Facebook ads, people do strategy in an intensive. I've seen like OBMs doing different um, systems, team building, SEO, copywriting, funnel building. I mean, the gamut is there, but I would say services and strategy are like the sweet spots for VIP days and intensives. I love this. So I've toyed around with wanting to offer VIP days because I'm at a point now where I don't really need my clients, but I love working with clients. So I don't want to just let everyone go. So selfishly, I'm going to ask you this. So I was thinking I'm really good at launches. Like I thrive in the launch phase. And so have you seen VIP days where like we literally plan out your launch or even an offer day where we're planning out your full funnel before the launch. Like that's where my mind yep. went to because I'm like, oh, I can see the ROI from that. That's something I could really dig into deep for a day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have a couple of people who have done launch strategies. I would say get really specific on the type of launch. Right. Um, and that will actually help with just like being able to be referable. Yeah. I've seen both a launch. I've seen a little bit of the offer suite stuff. I would say that that really is a specialty. And so if you're able to do that in a VIP day, then I would say that you would have one of the more like rare VIP day or intensives because I mean, offer creation like is a skill. Like it is something that not everybody has and not everybody can understand. And so between those two, they both are needed. And I think that the offer one is one that is going to be a little bit more rare in the sense that not a lot of people who are great at offer creation are offering VIP days. Right. So my team yeah. wishes I wasn't good at offer creation. <laughs> They're like, please stop. Oh my gosh. I know. Uh, I love that. Okay. So yeah. I think this is also a way then as I'm hearing is this would be great for people who kind of want to pivot. Like yeah. we hear so many people like dump your clients, create a course, blah, blah, blah. And I love, I have a successful course. I have a successful membership, but I love being a service provider. I think there's just mm-hmm. something so unique about being in other people's businesses. So I'm also seeing a VIP day is for those people who are maybe starting to launch a second revenue stream, yes. but they don't want to give up those clients. And this is like, I'm going to dedicate four days to VIP days and I can still be in clients, still know what that looks like, still get experience, but then also have a course or a membership or whatever that looks like. Totally. It's, it's exactly what it is. And I think a lot of people struggle with, okay, should I build the course first or the, or the VIP day first? And honestly, it's your prerogative. And what I found when I made the switch is that making a switch to VIP days, like I was working like three day work weeks. And honestly, I could have been working too, but I love to work. And so I did three day work weeks and like was making six figures and just working with clients between four to eight days a month. And, you know, it just felt really good to have all that white space. And you can determine if that's white space to travel or white space to spend time with family or white space to homeschool your kids or white space to create a course. And I think that when you're looking at how much is involved in creating a course, like even if you are like super snappy with like offer creation, you still got to build a page. You still got to figure out how to get a checkout. You got to write the email to deliver the thing and set up Facebook ads or do affiliates or like whatever your marketing plan is. And for a VIP day, it's like really low hanging fruit because you most likely already have all the software to send contracts, to send invoices, to send a questionnaire, which is the exact same software that you need for VIP days. You have Zoom most likely. That's all you need for a VIP day, a virtual VIP day. 
So it's just a matter of figuring out your framework of your intensive to then start selling them. Like the amount of work that you have to put into actually building out your intensive is way less than that of building the course and marketing the course. So I really encourage people, if you're wanting to build a course, like you honestly could do a VIP day version of what you're helping people with a course or what you've been helping people with your services and get that time and money capital so that you can invest and put money back into your course to make it really successful versus trying to trot along a little bit um, because a lot of service providers don't have email lists. They don't have big followings because they haven't had to focus on that because of their services. And so I really encourage people who are looking for that next phase or second stream of income to make it the VIP day for a couple months, get that rocking and rolling, and then have space and time and money to allocate toward building a course or membership. I love that because services make us money. Like they just do. There's not a lot of overhead like services. I've never heard someone who said, I have a service-based business that's online done for you. And I'm like bleeding money. Like unless they have an agency or something like that doesn't happen. But I have talked to a lot of course creators who are like, I'm so in the red, like, and it's just part of it. That's why my services funded creating surf scale sword membership. So like, that's, what's so amazing about services is you get that quick cash. So I love that you suggest that. Okay. So now we've went through a lot of this, but I know everyone's wondering, okay, so I want to do a VIP day. I kind of have an idea what that day is going to look like or what I'm going to do, but how do we market this new service? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So for me, I market it different than what I think most people would be comfortable doing. So I do not market my intensive publicly. Um, on my website, you can't see that I even offer intensives. I don't shout out about it on my uh, Instagram. If I'm talking about it, it's usually like, oh, I'm about to do a VIP day today. Yay. But I'm, I do not directly sell like publicly. And people are always like, are you even making money over there? Um, because I don't, I don't do the typical marketing aspects and avenues. I really focus on backend sales. And what that looks like is I will I'm very comfortable with outreach, but that was not my strong suit when I first started business. I was like, "Eh, sales. Um, And I got myself a sales coach because I knew that I had to get comfortable with it. And so it really taught me that like, you can just have conversations with people and almost lead it into like an opportunity to talk about what you do and potentially then work with that person. So how I get my VIP day clients is again, I'm a very like numbers data person. And so if I wanted four clients for the month, then I know that I would probably need to get like eight people on a sales call. And that means I would need to talk to about 14 to 18 people, either through Instagram DM behind the scenes of an event I'm at, like whatever the case may be. So my target every month was 18 people I got to talk to for the month. That's it. That's all I got to do. And it's very targeted people, people who I think would need my services but I just kept it really, really simple. Like I can't do complicated. And also another way is through podcast interviews. I'll do strategic podcast interviews about um, leveraging your strengths as a business owner or really more like in-depth topics um, versus tactical topics because the in-depth topics are ones that VIP day clients are drawn to. And so it's not like it's not rare for me to randomly get an Instagram DM of someone being like, Hey, I want to schedule an intensive with you. And I'm like, 
they came from a podcast episode. And so it's, it's really interesting because again, it's, it's not those traditional ways or like, you know, sell on Instagram all the time or whatever else. And there's nothing wrong with that. And VIP ADA clients tend to really like offerings that not everybody has access to. And so people are like, well, why don't you start, you know, promoting and marketing it now? I really haven't had to. So why, you know, change something that's not really broken? And I think that, you know, for VIP day clients, like they like referral type services or offerings. So I have referral partners that I nurture every single month that will send me people because they're like, I'm a business coach or I'm a marketing coach or whatever. And I hate talking about Dubsado or I hate talking about active campaign or I hate talking about client management systems. I want to talk to them about the strategy. I do not want to talk to them about the systems. And so I'm not only benefiting their clients, I'm benefiting them because then they don't have to talk about it. And so when you can find that win-win with a referral partner and your actual referral then you've hit the sweet spot and you're able to really just focus then on nurturing your referral partners and getting those clients through them, which are nice and warm or even hot. And the sales conversation just goes a lot more smoothly. So I would say like referral partner event marketing and then like podcasting is a sweet spot. But I know tons of people who actually do outwardly sell their VIP days and stuff like that through like Instagram stories or even Google Docs, which is like fantastic. I sell a lot through Google Docs. And yeah, so there's, I would say it's not, if you think like posting on Instagram one time a month is going to like make you have four VIP day clients, it's it's a little different than that. Like you got to put a little more effort into it. But I would say that if you're somebody who also is very introverted and is not wanting to talk to a bunch of people, VIP days are going to be super beneficial to you. Because again, like to talk to 18 people for across 30 days is not that many people. And so you're able to then just have a little bit more intimate conversations, one-on-one in-depth conversations that then will lead to a VIP day or intensive. I love this. And I love that you work for numbers. I love numbers. So I love that you break that down because we talk about um, tracking your discovery call conversion rate. And this is, that's the rate that you're talking about. You have to know how many people. I love that. Also, we'll link up Angie Trueblood's episode about pitching yourself on podcasts because that's actually Uh how I got a lot of my seven and eight figure business owners as clients was because I was on their podcast. And then they get to know you. It's a very intimate time. And then that leads to clients. So we'll link that up. And I know that if I don't ask you this, I'm going to get a ton of DMs. (laughs) So what is selling through a Google Doc? (laughs) I know, right? So it's it's funny because I'm such an MVP. I've I've launched 25 different offers in three and a half years, four years. And it's funny because I didn't realize I was doing this. It was like a good friend of mine that was like, dude, you need to stop creating stuff. And I was like, what are you even talking about? I don't even create things. She's like, go count how many things you've created over the years. But I did. I was like, holy cannoli. And a lot of those were sold in Google Docs, meaning that instead of having a fancy sales page, instead of you know having really cute Instagram graphics or whatever, I would just create a Google Doc that was basically a sales page, but was really straightforward and have a link to my Thrive card at the bottom and say, if you want in, here's the link. <laughs> go by. Um, and I've sold things for 1500, 5,000. I've sold all sorts of stuff in Google docs. And I think again, 
my people, I'm not, I'm a systems person. So people aren't really looking for me to have like pretty branded stuff, thankfully. Um, so if you're like a wedding planner or like a graphic designer or something like that, you may not be able to get away with this. But if you're somebody who people don't naturally put those things together, you can kind of like be nimble and, and literally just type up a Google doc of what's inside your beta program or what's in your course or what's in your program and be able to sell through that. I love that. The part of me loves that it's so simple because I love simplicity and I show everyone my ugly proposal. I call it my ugly proposal that got me to six figures. There was no images. It was like super right. ugly and dubsado. Like here's some text. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I had the packages set up right at the time. <laughs> and then I was like, but yeah. if you really feel like you need a pretty proposal, this is what mine looks like now. But I got right. to six figures without that. But then like oh, the digital marketer inside me like cringes that you didn't have a sales page. Oh, I know. And I'm like so split on that. But I love the simplicity because it makes it so anyone, no matter their skill level of creating sales pages or anything like that, no excuses. It just takes away None. all the excuses and you're keeping it simple. And a lot of times that's just what people want. They just want the point. They don't yeah. want all the extras. Just tell me what you're going to do for me. And that's what they care about. Yeah. I so, so agree. I know. I, I haven't done a good, a good uh, sales page program, I think since February, which doesn't seem that long ago, but I've now cut down on my offer creation. Um, Cause I'm very similar to you. I'm just like, Oh, I'm just going to build this. And here we are. And I like to test things. And I think too many people, I'm a perfectionist, Enneagram one. Um, so hey, hey, to all my Enneagram one ladies, I've had to train my muscles to like, be okay with like 80%. Because my 100%, like, this isn't me like being like, oh, I'm so awesome. But my 80% looks like everybody else's 100% because of how detail oriented and how intentional I am with everything that I do. And so I have really had to, to take that 20% off the table. And I have a direct correlation with how long I worked on a project and how much money I made. The less time I actually spent on like creating and nitpicking and messing with branding and doing all the things, the less money I made. Like the more time I spent, the less money I made. And the less time I spent, like I created a a group coaching program back in February, literally in a month, the group coaching program, the sales of it, the marketing of it. And I launched it and I had the biggest launch and biggest month ever in my business in March. And like, I was just like, this is very odd. Like I've spent months and months creating a template shop before and that really didn't have a good revenue stream for me. And I've spent months and months on other programs and done all of these things and it's all fallen flat. And I think it's because you sit there and you just like suffocate it to death because you just want it to be so dang perfect then it just, it, the energy around it is so different than when you're just like, I'm like going through this, like it's fun, like I'm just knocking stuff out and I'm just going to show up and the right people will be there. It's very different energy and whatnot. And again, I'm not a super woo-woo person, but I just recognize how intense of a person I can be um, and how I really had to shift how I viewed launching or putting offers out there so that it felt better and I got better results. I love that. My podcast manager's an Enneagram one. I don't know like anything about an Enneagram except she's a one and I'm an eight. And that's like the, about oh, nice. the extent of it yeah. that I know. <laughs> so whatever. I'm like, oh, I do that because I'm an eight. And she's like, that? no. <laughs> 
so I'm like, well, you always say you're a one. So, um, but it is, I'm going to go through the Enneagram and check it out. But, um, I love this so much, Jordan. This was so good. And I'm so glad we got to connect because I just feel like how you run your business and how I run mine is so in alignment. We believe that simplicity and systems are so important and all about just running your business. So y'all listening, this is two people who have six figure service-based businesses, not even talking about like the course side or anything like that. And we both did it without a team. You can Mm -hmm. too, like you can, and it is possible. So you don't have to grow an agency. Okay, Jordan, before we wrap up, I like to do rapid fire. Are you ready? I'm super ready. Okay. This is not like the first word, just the first things that come to your mind. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. So what is your favorite part of your business? Oh gosh. The favorite part of my business is, which I've had to like semi chill out on is the tinkering. I with systems and automation, I could sit and click up. I could sit in active campaign. I could sit in Zapier all day, every day and be like the happiest clam ever. So I, I, my favorite part is really building out the automations because it takes all the nitty gritty off myself and my team. I love that. Okay. What's your favorite software or tool that you can't live without? Oh no, I saw this question and was just like, this is a death trap. Um, I would say that my favorite, oh gosh, my favorite tool probably is ClickUp. And I would say that because with how much, we really only have about four projects going on at a time um, in my business. Like we have a podcast, we have a video um, show, we have um, my program, and then we have um, usually some launch every quarter. Again, my service-based business really only is me because everything else is automated. So my team is literally on the other side, like content and all of that. And um, ClickUp, just allows me and my team to know who's doing what, when it's getting done, making sure that we're staying on track. And that is so core, especially when you have a team of people, um, which I have a team of six, core team of four, and then I have two contractors. And so it's uh, it's a lot, but ClickUp is super fun. So I'd say ClickUp. We love ClickUp over here. So I love that. Okay, so this kind of sucks right now, but what is the best, and you've thrown some of these, but what is the best conference that you've ever been to, virtual or live? Ooh, okay. So I've been to a lot of events, (laughs) in-person events. I love in-person. Yeah, I think it, I've stopped counting because I feel like it gets embarrassing, but I know that in 2017, I went to 32 events in 2017. You do not have to go to that many to get VIP to clients. I just thoroughly love events. Um, I would say one of the best events I've been to is honestly Ask Live with Ryan Levesque. Um, He is somebody in the online marketing space that I believe is like running a business Um, because I feel like a lot of people in our space are just kind of like willy nilly out here, not thinking at all with like a business mindset and like he is truly running like a legitimate business and is on like inks, like top companies and like whatnot. But his event was really well done because uh, again, I go to a lot of events. So I know when the selling is going to happen. I, I see all the things and not that selling is bad at all, but I'm like super curious about like how different people sell. And 
he did it so elegantly that like, I didn't even see it coming. Like, and again, I'm very much like on alert and not in a bad way, but he did it so elegantly. And the caliber of people in the room, everyone was so smart and driven and go-getter and high achieving that I was like, oh my gosh, these are my people. Like we can just like talk about business and less about like feelings and things. I think that's like, again, Enneagram one, that's a very Enneagram eight thing as well. Um, so like, yeah, I'm feelings are fine, but when it comes to business, like I'm pretty much like all business. <laughs> You're speaking my love language. I love this. So yeah. Ask is usually one of the top two books that I always say that are my favorite. Oh, really? I'm also yeah. going through Ryan Levesque's quiz program right now. Oh, nice. I'm loving his teaching style. So yeah, I love that. Awesome. Okay. Tell me the best piece of advice you've ever got in your business. Uh, the best piece of advice I've gotten in my business is probably, I'm trying to think who said this, but um, I'm somebody who is a trailblazer, a little bit of a rebel. And because I enjoy making processes, that has also somewhat been a crutch or it's, it's held me back in my business because which is very hard. It's like a hit to my ego. It still even hurts. But I joined a program, which isn't the first program that I've joined, but it was my first, like one of my first intentional programs that I joined. Um, and it was about creating and selling a high ticket coaching program. And I've been in the industry for six years. Like I've worked for like some of the top like online marketers. Like I was a coach inside of a different group coaching program for a year and a half. I'm like, I know everything, right? And so I kind of had to lay on my sword and and someone said, like, what is this actually getting you? Like by you being the one who is having to come up with the processes, figure out the marketing, look at, you know, case studies upon case studies and trying to Frankenstein like your own version of somebody else's group coaching program or somebody else's mastermind or whatever. Like, what is that even really getting you? Like, if that's just like feeding your ego, like that's not going to build your business. And I was like, okay, well, (laughs) like that kind of hurts. But it was true because literally a month after I joined that program, I doubled my investment in it and it was not a cheap program. And so I was like, okay, like I have been holding myself back. I've been the one self-sabotaging because I wanted to say that I built the system or I built the process when who cares? Like, honestly, like nobody cares. And so I had to let go of my ego around that. And I had to step into a student role where I felt like I should be the teacher. And in areas that you as a business owner even feel are your strengths, it's always good to go back and be a student. Like you can always learn so much from other people. And so that was something that uh, I would say that advice helped me a lot, not only just financially in my business, but just mindset shift wise, because I just was so set and was so ego driven and it just, it didn't have to be that way. I love that. I love that. I think so many of us could just me included, take a step back and really reflect on that. So I love that Jordan. Okay. So tell my audience, where can they get in touch with you? What do you have for them? I just want them to be able to reach out to you. Yes. So I am an Instagrammer. So you can come find me on Instagram at system saved me, DM me, 
say hello. Um, let me know what resonated with you um, on the episode and whatnot. And then my website, you can go to systemsaving.com. But if you are super interested in VIP days and super intrigued, I have a free VIP day roadmap that you can go and sign up for totally free, just your email address. And it will show you the nine different steps to take in order to have a successful uh, intensive or VIP day. So I would say those those are the three main places. Oh, I also have a podcast called System Save Me. So you can go and listen there. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I love it. Thank you so much, Jordan, for being with us today. Yes. Thanks so much for having me, Brandy. Y'all, I am ready to start offering VIP days. I'm like sold on this. I am so excited about the possibilities that this can give your business, whether you want to replace your retainer clients completely or you just want it as an additional source of revenue, which I am always a fan of. But Jordan broke down so many value bombs for us today from how to price these at a premium price, how to market in a way that we don't typically talk about, and how you can scale your online service-based business without a team to six figures. And y'all know I'm all about doing it without a team and get a maximum result so you can have more time for those people in your life that are most important. And so make sure to reach on out to Jordan, let her know your ahas, share this on Instagram and tag Jordan and I in there because we would love to hear your biggest takeaways. I'm so glad you tuned into this week's episode. So until next week, go out, serve your clients, scale your business and soar into the six figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve Scale Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.